Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. This is uh, this is this is the conclusion of our of all of our Zelda marathons. This is going to be the TOVG Zelda spoiler cast. We have with us a very special guest, the uh, Nintendo centric YouTuber Jay Wits, hey. uh, alongside uh, Jimmy Belikoff and Matt Visual as usual. Jay Wits, how are hey. you doing, buddy? Yo, uh, doing good. Just just finished Zelda. Um, in a way, I guess I've been marathoning it too. I played it on my own personal copy, but I've also been streaming it alongside. So I've sort of been beating the game twice over the last Wait, couple so weeks. Wait, are streaming a different copy than you've been playing? Well, not a different copy, but a different save file. Um, well, long story, yes, a different copy. But yes, yes. <laughs> long story short, I'm playing the game twice. I have more than 100 shrines in two games. Um, oh, yeah. no. And it's... Yeah, you you messaged me earlier with that number, and I'm like, yeah. man, I beat the game last night, and I have 60 shrines, and I thought that I was, like, <laughs> playing too much. No, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, it. I guess it comes with the territory. I've been doing a lot more on Twitch, like, streaming every day, and Breath yeah, of the yeah. Wild is hey, a hey. really fun game to stream. It works well in that yeah. format. I've... So. Huh. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there's like some interesting audience interaction going on because there's so many weird strategies that they've built into a lot of the environmental me interaction mechanics that I imagine a lot of stupid stuff that people in the chat suggest actually works or <laughs> yes. is somehow represented <laughs> in the game. It is delightfully yeah. janky. There's stuff like <laughs> strapping an Octorok balloon to a plank of wood to make your own flying platform or freezing someone in midair and then taking their item away. There's just all kinds of <laughs> stupid stuff. So you can just run through shenanigans and uh, the, like the background puzzles and shrines and stuff serve as like a nice like, OK, well, if we need to get back on track, I'll run to a shrine. But otherwise, it's just goofing off. Yeah. Um, so I guess before we get too far into it, uh, if you have not read the title of this podcast or the description of this podcast or our tweets about this podcast, this is the spoiler filled Zelda discussion. Yeah, I think most of the cast is going to be about Zelda and we're going to detail We've stuff. We've all beaten the main quest. Jay Wits beat the main quest like minutes ago. Yeah. It was yeah. a uh, prerequisite for, for getting on yeah. the podcast. I, I didn't it realize it was like, I thought it was more like, like some spoilers. I didn't realize it was like these spoilers. I've been uh, floating on like 119 shrines. I was like, shoot. Okay, I guess I got to get the 120th. There's one in the castle. Uh, um, I, I didn't yeah. do all the shrines. I, I think I did 106, but that was actually a big issue I have with the game is how how they they kind of start to turn it into a collectathon during the second half. All the shrines. It's very spread out, isn't it? I think it the, spreads it takes a long really big. time. It's really big. Because there's yeah. also a lot of nothing around the borders of the map. And... uh. <sighs> I don't know. I'm like, okay with mm. that. What I'm yeah, not okay with is more like I felt like I was playing the game a whole lot just to get nowhere almost. Yeah. It, it was there's a lot of I don't know, it starts to stagnate a little bit. There was a, um, a real transition period. First first uh, maybe 2 or 3 days with the game were fantastic for me. And then there was one day called Akala Day, where I spent the whole, I, I think it was about six hours of a nine-hour session. I have a whole video file of me just clearing out the optional content in Akala. And you got, you got uh, Kilton with the monster shop out there, and you got Terrytown. But other than that, there's not a whole lot there that felt 
worth it for the six hour time investment involved. And I think, I think that means that they kind of sort of, I don't know. I mean, it's like a, it's a silly thing to complain about that there's optional content out there, but it's not <laughs> wholly written. I, I, th- I think that's my thing. Like I want more human designed, uh, developed side quests out of it. Like Majora's Mask is one of my favorite games of all time. And, right. and all of the optional stuff in that game, except for maybe the heart containers, have um, really intricate stories behind them. And that's not the case here, and it really threw me off. Yeah, mm, I mean... The Fallout I, 4 like, of the Zeldas. <laughs> no, no, no. It's better than Fallout I'll just, 4. I'll try. I it's... thought I would try. <laughs> I mean, there are interviews where they talked about how when they were going into it, some of them played Skyrim and Far Cry. They don't say that they were influenced by it, but they do say that they were playing some Western open world games while while developing this one. Well, I think it's, I mean, for the Majora's thing, it, like, it's safe to say that it could, like, Breath of the Wild could never be as detailed as Majora's, because Majora's is, is like, yeah. so, so much smaller um, yeah, I do get what you're saying that there's a lot, there's some empty parts, but I found that the empty parts in the world tended to, I don't know, it like without sounding like an apologist, tended to make me feel like, okay, like this is a world and there's just places that are like, this is just a grassy hill. There's nothing more about it. The, um, yeah. The open space reminded me a lot of Shadow of the Colossus where there's just nothing, there's just nothing but little, maybe like little lizards that you can shoot to get more um, stamina for you to grab mm-hmm. on these uh, big colossus. Well, but did other guys... than that, like this is open space that you're riding and it's, you still have that feeling of journey. Did you, know? you guys try to clean out Hebra? Um, that's the snowy, that's the big yeah. snowy mountain. Top, and it's, uh, it's a right? huge chunk of the game that I felt was sorely underutilized. I went there um, because I wanted to get the tower. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got all the towers before I finished the game because I wanted to see the map. Um, I went to Hebra. I found like two shrines and I fought that white maned Lionel in the snow. And it was a cool fucking fight between two Titans and it was great. But like I didn't go around much up there just because since everything's snowy, you run a little bit slower and... I uh, don't use horses uh, at all, so, oh, so you didn't get snow the snow boots. boots. You can pick up, yeah. You, wait, wait, well, you don't use horses? What do you no. mean? Horses? So you just walk like, you just mountainous for horses. So, so yeah. not Skyrim walk? horses either. They they can't rock climb like you can. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, Zelda, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of space to cover. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, of course, my, if there's climbing involved, I. I forget the horse. Yeah. But literally I have two horses and I've ridden horses in the game four times. Uh two mm. were to capture wow. those horses. <laughs> One was to take a horse to the Akala laboratory because it was like I was like, oh, I can't jump and paraglide there. It's too flat. I'll I'll use my horse for once. And I did that. And then I left him there, and he's still there. And he's been there for probably 30 in-game hours, so at least. you're telling me you went through the whole game without customizing your horse, making it beautiful? I did. Getting it did you know saddle? You can do that? And, oh, yes. Yeah. Horse arm. Well, like, here's the thing. I would... 
I it's something I would explore, but I beat the game last night for the purposes of being able to talk about it today. I was literally up until 6.30 in the morning playing Zelda, but like it's something I would do, but like I'm way more interested in finding armor or uh, you know, some of the shrines or like, you know, using the Akala tech stuff and like grinding up parts from Guardians to like get that cool stuff. I yeah, I, I only. I, I got two of the pieces of armor and didn't even use them. I got the shield though, yeah. the ancient shield. Caring that's about good. the armor upgrade system, <laughs> it's, it was not a good move for me. Did you guys <laughs> yeah, try it's... to upgrade the champion's tunic? Um, not I did it I once. I upgraded it the once. Not not the second time. I saw something I didn't have, and I was like. <sighs> Uh-uh. Yeah, horns. <laughs> see, see, that's the one on the back of the box. That's that's the tunic that Link's wearing mm-hmm. in all the flashbacks. That's the clothes they have him wearing in the <laughs> E3 demos. So when I went to the final fight with Ganon, I wanted to to have the cool clothes on for the cool cutscene. And I was like, oh, maybe I won't be able to survive the final boss fight unless I have it nice and upgraded to the same level that my my uh, Hylian set is upgraded to. The Hylian set is a much cheaper to upgrade it it requires extremely basic monster parts that you're going to have an inventory with like 60 of each of them anyway the champion's tunic on the other hand when you upgraded the uh i don't know second time the okay then the second third and fourth time it requires shards and horn pieces from the dragons and you have to shoot every dragon in a specific spot twice per upgrade which means you have to learn the dragon's route, set up the camp, and wait for it to spawn, and it demystifies the whole appeal of the dragon. Like, it turns these dragons into magical mystery creatures, into item spawners, and that, like, really killed me. There was a moment where where I found my vantage point, I set up camp, waited until night, but the dragon wasn't scheduled to spawn until 12 p.m., 12 a.m., excuse me. And so I, I would just, like, get my phone out and start scrolling through Twitter while my character in the game was waiting. And then and then the dragon would come, and, and if I missed the shot, I would have to reload the save game, except this time the dragon wouldn't spawn because... Yeah, they, they stop you from save-scumming the dragons. You can't save-scum the dragons, even though you can save-scum a lot of other enemies. Well, the dragons aren't really enemies. It, it was a very, it's... very draining process oh i thought yeah. there was more to the dragons hard. Than, i thought you would be able to like there, well, there is other yeah, things they, that, they're that each happen tied to, to their own shrine quest um the mm. the blue one is the best because you have to like free it from the evil mm-hmm. balls that are attached to it whatever whatever you actually have a word for it <laughs> uh it's like it's not like calamity malice. There, there, it's covered in malice. Goop. That's what they call it. Ganon. Uh, oh, it, okay. I, the blue one's the only one I haven't done because uh, that, that one's like, uh, the, like I know the most fun. I know it's where like it an is. actual like a challenge boss or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the other the ones other are ones just kind of like, there. If you have a scale, you can plop it down uh, to open yeah. some of the shrines. And anyone? Felt, am I the only one who used soldier's armor? Here? Is that? The, I think yeah, that I is that the one that just armor. looks like a generic knight. Yeah, yeah, it looks I, like a generic knight. I, I never got that one. All twenty eights, and you pretty much like it's completely unexciting. It's one of the few armor sets that gets like no set bonus, but you're just yeah. like a walking tank at full defense, basically. Which, uh, <laughs> basically, what I was each. for the, the majority of the time. Wait, where I did mix you get and that? matched it. Yeah, every once in a while, I you know got to climb a waterfall. I would swap it out, but that was like the core of both my games. Just. 
I guess because it, oh. it is easy to upgrade and it has high defense. Yeah. It's not can be purchased at the shop in Hatino Village. Yeah. Yeah. It's I walked in, saw it, and I was like, yeah, I'll stick with mine. Like, See, it was okay. the thing where like if I knew how gratuitously they give you things to sell to get rupees, I would have bought in that. But I forgot about it, so I never went back. <laughs> Guys. And you make more money giving your your gems out to the Gerudo and Goron town than selling it at the actual shops. Dude, luminous stones, though? Bank. Yeah, they're more the, expensive than diamonds. I didn't realize until like halfway through like that the stones respawn over time. And then it was like, yeah. oh, that's what the diamond mark on my stamps are for. And then after yeah, after that, yeah. like every blood moon or so, I could go back to like a, an ore spot or two and all of a sudden have another couple thousand rupees to spend. And that helped a lot. Yeah, I like my my purchasing thing loop is go to purchase the thing. Don't have enough rupees. Sell half of my topaz, opal and luminous stone and then a lot of my like Bokoblin and Moblin fangs. See, and then I just suddenly, I suddenly have like 10,000 rupees. See what I did is that I went to the, 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 the North, uh, what is it? North. It's like the top left hand corner where the snowy place is. Ebra? I can't remember near, near, yeah, near the Ebra. tower. Um, and I basically farmed, um, all the, the, the animals there. Like I got gourmet meat and prime meat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you and the cooking sales method. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> there's a guy who wants, who buys every raw meat for like a hundred, but only uh, three a day, but only three a day. So what I did, which you lose 10 rupees doing this is cooking five of them together and you get 490 rupees. So you could farm for literally like 30 minutes and get like maybe five grand or more depending on how fast like you are that though it, like games it, that have farming systems in it just just seem like they're inviting the player to demystify the magic of it all and start thinking like an accountant instead of an adventurer <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't i'm pretty sure it wasn't like oh you get to you have to farm this it's not that it's more i wanted to do it because i didn't want to waste any of my other stuff so i had like diamonds topaz i had all everything just stocked up i've never sold not one material for money all i've wow. done is sold meat <laughs> lots and lots of meat. What are you, what are you Arby's over here? Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, dude, I had like ten thousand easy. I was able to buy every set that I wanted, and Damn. of course, I didn't have enough shafts for the stupid ancient armor. But whatever. See, but, uh, the the thing with that early in the game, ancient shafts. I was like, oh, I need these. Oh, they're for arrows. Oh, they're used in every part. Oh, I'm gonna have to grind up shafts so much. They're so rare. As soon as I bought one thing there, I realized I had like 40 ancient shafts and I needed like a bazillion gears. And I was like, great. Well, I was getting yeah. the wrong thing. The gears uh. get you, but you can buy the gears. Oh, really? Yeah, from your Terrytown. Oh, see, I, I, I've not been to Terrytown. I haven't explored an excessive amount of the world. I've explored a lot, but I think that I simultaneously love and kind of uh, despise the the paraglider because I think I've missed so much shit just by like teleporting to a tower 
and then paragliding over everything to get to the one thing I want to go to. I feel um, like that's almost the way it's meant to be played, though. Like I was, I think it is yeah. trying to binge it like a completionist, and, no. and it was just way too much content and way too little time. And I, I think I got burnt out. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Also, I guess the, that's like the armor upgrading system doesn't seem like it was fully thought through. I don't mind it. Um, Have you ever played Monster Hunter issue- before? <laughs> yeah, I think Maybe, that's. Yeah, I guess I have love, a it, love it or hate, hate it. Monster Hunter. It made me feel very much like Monster Hunter. Got to get the Rathalos yeah. Ruby. Um, that one oh, rare drop. God. But it's it's also like the game never. I think and I don't know when you guys want to talk end game boss, but the game never needs you to upgrade your armor fully. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you could literally game. run in there naked from the start. I've seen speedrunners do it, and it's not even that difficult. <laughs> Um, but yeah see that's the thing do you guys feel that it was more about discovery than it was about challenge because I felt like once you got to a certain point like the game was super easy yeah definitely it was a weird holy crap and I liked it a lot more when it was hard like I loved the first three days with it because when you're venturing out there and you know that most things can one hit KO you it's like oh I better prepare I better pay a lot of attention to where I'm going and what I'm seeing. But then like, so in my experience, it didn't get it. The only thing that was easy combat wise was the boss fights. They still hit like freight trains, but like I found that a lot of the bosses, even Ganon, their attacks were like, oh, if you shielded it, you take like a quarter of the damage, especially harder than all the boss fights. Lionel's and... Uh, when you first fight taluses, like those things are rough, but like even later, like the that silver main or white main Lionel that I fought, like it that took that took a good ten fifteen minutes of like push and pull, like it, it felt epic, but and, like and yeah, yeah I think the bosses are the only easy main ones out there too. The, the yeah. silver I mean, one takes a while, um, but I I think I, those pop up after a certain level of shrines are completed, though. Yeah I, yeah, I know there's I there's one in the Colosseum that you can always find, but uh, that one's always silver. I oh I don't know maybe it's just only always been silver for me. Um, yeah, that one was silver for me, and I think I went to an old Lionel spawn point later on, the one in the far north of of Hebra, that turned silver later in the game where it was originally white. I would definitely want more like Lionel type. Like I, there actually are a handful of of fun like mini bosses to, Min, to figure boss out enemies, yeah. the lionel really shines it has so, like especially yeah. when you get to the final lionels oh that rhymes um <laughs> final lionel Spars. has a lot of different attack patterns you know it can it'll gun you down with arrows or is it gonna do the multi-swipe or is it is it gonna do like the football tackle is it gonna scream and drop a meteor from the sky um there's a there's a whole lot of stuff that it does and it's it's fun um there's i I just learned like after like my 40th fight that you can mount them from the back and like slash at the back of their neck uh yeah somebody sent me a screenshot of that last night and i was like whoa i know you could mount them i assumed you couldn't ride them though because i legit tried a few times fun story (laughs) they'll kick you off after a, a period of time but the idea, it's almost it very, very Shadow of Colossus-like. Like, once you've finally mounted the beast, 
you're plunging your dagger into its neck. Uh, yeah, I didn't know there was an attack you cool. could do from that that mounting stance. And, so, and yeah, that's no, also actually, yeah, very monster hunter like fun story. I, I feel like a microcosm of of my issues with this game came about when I when I had a friend over and and wanted to show them an hour of of Zelda. They wanted to see it. And I was like, oh, okay, whoa, I just stumbled across a new side quest. I wonder what sort of wacky adventure it'll take us on. And it was the Gerudo Secret Club. The side quest is called the Secret Club Secret. Oh, yeah. And so you walk up to a door and, and the lady asks you for the password. And if you saw the conversation before, you know the password. And then I, I entered it correctly and, and she was like, okay, you can come in. You know the password. Text splashed on the screen that said new side quest, the Secret Club Secret. And then I immediately walked inside the door and another text pop up splashed on the screen that said quest completed. You did it. Good job. <laughs> and I, we just oh. kind of looked at each other and our jaws dropped. And I was like, see, I'm not crazy. That. Yeah, I see. I, I did a different path. I, I found the door first and then found the conversation next. So it was actually like split, split up for me. It wasn't like quest get quest complete. Like but, I but found the door in the. The whole side quest itself is just talking whether or not you've talked else. to everyone in the town or not. And that's it. That's the whole quest. Have you talked to everyone I mean, in the town? Yes slash no. I mean, the, not every quest can be like a Witcher 3 six-parter, you know? I, I, my standards here that I'm holding this game to are Zelda standards. And, and in Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and... Wind Waker, I don't remember a lot of, of TP, to be fair, but but I remember those games having much more involved side quests. There's a few shrine quests. There's a lot of stuff, though, in Zelda that's just like, if you know the way to get to this secret room, you get the secret room, and that's it. Yeah, I, I think that, in general, this game has more just across the board, so it may stand out more that you're running into them often. But like there are uh, quite a few like involved side quests, um, and there are side quests that don't like give you an objective quests. marker either. Which I, I, I really feel like. like if I scrolled through everything on that side quest tab, it would all be bad side quests, except Whoa. for Terrytown. Have you? Did you do like the giant horse one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't. It was, no, didn't you really feel much about it. What about like uh, Eventide Island? That was a shrine. Oh, quest. that one was good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, that was good. That was fine. Yeah, there's a. I, I actually found it uh, the same way. Like a lot of the side quests are just pretty, pretty simple. Gather a thing for me. Quests that aren't super interesting, but the shrine quests are full of some really fun stuff. There's like a yeah. a woman who's who's drunk and won't, or at least a drunkard and won't leave a shrine until you bring her the perfect alcoholic beverage. And so you end up going to a completely different place, learning, oh, well, the only way we make our giant alcoholic beverages in the desert is ice. And you're like, okay, where's the ice? And then it turns out you have to bring like a block of ice from the des uh from the like snowy northern area to the Gerudo area. And so you're running a block of ice while it's melting and everybody's shooting fire arrows at you. And the whole thing was just yeah, the like, fire the fire arrows were a little bit mean. Yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> oh, it's all, the whole thing it story? ended up being like like really pleasant and funny. You can go back and revisit her then later when she's at at the club, <laughs> and she literally just <laughs> says like, "You know, shrines aren't really me, but you know what is me? Drinking." <laughs> she's like, "Wow, um, like that was just just one of them." Now there a lot. There's a lot of them that are just hey, you found the shrine. Here you go. 
solve the riddle. But uh, a lot of them. Oh, did you guys do the the one in um uh, in Kakariko where you uh, the orb gets stolen inside of uh, Impa's town? No, yeah. I've been eyeing I that orb a, for so long. I have words about that one too. Um, oh. I haven't done that one. I I assumed that that because I've tried to to the reason like, talk to Impa enough, is kind but... of bullshit. I feel, in my mm. humble opinion. Okay, that's fair. All right, all I mean, right. I I don't know what it is, but do you? Yeah, I, I I can tell you why you don't know what it is. You have to complete other quests to get that quest. Yeah, yeah. you have to do all the bad side quests in the village to unlock the good shrine quest. And one of oh, those bad sense. side quests is uh, a lady whose house you have to talk to her when she's in her house during night hours and that seems like something that i don't understand what kind of player they expect to be checking all the npcs for new side quests activated at night when they're in their own house minding their own business and she wants five fireflies the side quest is go get me five fireflies oh, i think i actually did that one but i just stumbled into it yeah like same the chances I, I, of someone stumbling into it seem a lot lower than 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 doing what I did, which was ultimately I, I just looked up a guide on what to do with this orb because you could tell there's stuff to do with that orb. They give you well, a lot yeah, of hints. I mean, you find the the thing on top near the like across from the fairy's fountain, and I'm like, huh, mm -hmm. this looks suspiciously orb sized. But um, yeah, I don't know. I probably found that girl looking for fireflies when I was looking for chickens in the town. <laughs> oh yeah, the chickens. You know, I, I it's funny because I was just thinking about that and then when I went to go get arrows, I was talking to the shopkeeper and it's the wife. The yeah. shopkeeper is the wife. And I'm like, it's like kind of sad. It's kind of sad. And I was like, oh, that's a little depressing. <laughs> Have, did you guys on that note, did you guys do the the read Impa's diary or not the not her diary, but the the book in Impa's house that's like townspeople list of complaints yeah. and the like super blatant innuendo from the from the shopkeeper lady that's like man i wish someone would come and knock an arrow for me one of these days again <laughs> it's arrow. been so long oh my yeah you could you could find her too later it's uh they're they're pretty overt on some of it i was surprised yeah or when uh the great fairy you do a level four tier armor upgrade drags you under the pond for snoo snoo um oh really i yeah. <laughs> i assumed it got more sexual it, it the more does. you got yeah, but i only have like, two fountains it's like first she'll wink at you then she'll blow you a kiss then she'll kiss you on the face and then she grabs link in the palm of her hand and like pulls him down <laughs> while he's screaming <laughs> oh, no boy. and then afterwards she just like uh, giggles it's it's actually pretty great uh, the Great Fairy is like probably my favorite Great Fairy. The perfect mix of dear God, this is horrifying, and why is yeah. this strangely sexy? I, I keep thinking that every time I go to them, like I think my most said thing out loud in Zelda. Well, number one would have been, "Oh fuck, you can do that." But number two would be, please stop making noises. Yeah. Because some of the people that you talk to, I'm just like, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I hope my dad doesn't walk in the room while I'm playing this particular part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
um, which which is which is uh, reminiscent of a lot of childhood memories playing oh, playing yeah. any Zelda game. I, Don't I let remember. your dad walk in during the fa- <laughs> fairy fountains. <laughs> I, I remember playing Final Fantasy, and you know how like uh, I forgot. I think it was. Uh, I think it had to be nine. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, I it think was, I know which it one. It was ten. Yeah, it was ten. Yeah, you're getting warm. Hey, right. It was ten, and my stepdad <laughs> walks in, she's and getting he just warm. he just had to ask me, "Is it porn?" Oh. And I was like, "No, it's not. It's a game." I said, "Look," <laughs> and I was like, "Look, this is the game here. Really? I can take out the thing." Yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Maybe maybe a certain time kid, in your you life know? where where parents expect to be walking in on porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy so happy about? I thought you Walks were going to talk about him game. walking in during the laugh scene. <laughs> oh no 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 no! <laughs> <Infamous> <laughs> <Titus> <laughs> la- parents love to walk in during that moment. It's the worst. Oh, Mom, get it's out! An, it's an iconic interruption moment. I think it's it's actually like a like a, a siren call. It, you just hear it, you know, maybe from the room <laughs> over, and you're like, "What is that awful sound? What, what has my son I have gotten to go into?" Embarrass my children. Is there is there an alarm going off? <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's because it's because the the girls were dressed very scantily. So mm. that's all. That's all it took. Oh, wow. all speaking it speaking of bouncing Titus's terrible laugh this is i i mean i maybe am i wrong in saying that this is the most anime zelda game we've ever had yeah mm, i think wind waker well, I, would be I a mean, close competitor uh like, i mean yeah but anime in terms of like uh, like some of those classic tropes you know um you talk to like, like Haya really like or somebody well, um yeah or Kira. just just in like, general like or you know you've got like is, dead is ghost fish waifu um like all all the individual stories are very like stylized when you're talking to like the champions or whatever Kira literally says genki and makes a peace yeah. sign with oh, with yes. her yeah, tiny would... <laughs> little baby hands <laughs> she's she's also like the uh the classic japan like 100 year old Lolly? Oh. I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go there, like but yeah, I. I okay. They went um, there. So I guess let's let's try and bang out a couple like not just talking off the cuff topics. Uh, favorite armor set if you have one. Hylian set. I can dye it green, and I also don't have to do all the shrines to get something that kind of looks like green link armor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, uh, the hood from the Highland set. Oh yeah, it's and awful. I didn't yeah. wear the hood. Uh, no, fuck you. It's great. Yeah, I I wear the hood <laughs> with <laughs> the the two soldier pieces, uh, the legs and the and the chest. For some reason, I just stuck with that because nothing else gave me like eighteen protection. Right. Uh, the yeah. diamond circlet is what I replaced the hood with. It had better stats than the Highland upgrade. The Highland set is much more easy to upgrade to. Than the uh, champions. I mean, like uh, it's like throughout the game, you know, you're kind of hot swapping. Oh, I'm cold now. I'm wearing my warm yeah. gear. I'm warm mm-hmm. now. I'm on fire. I'm wearing my not on fire gear. But in terms of like <laughs> individual piece of gear that I remembered the most, when you first get that Zora tunic, and the game's like, oh, yeah. you can ride up waterfalls with this. I did not expect for Link to go like full salmon, like yeah, just oh, yeah. rocketing up the waterfall. Um, that was, that was actually button, all of a sudden, yeah. boom. like quite, <laughs> quite wonderful and pretty cool that 
It's still relevant. If you want to make a, a quick infiltration of Ganon's castle, um, there's a waterfall at the yeah. back. You can oh, you can just yeah. rip through the thing. There's actually a, I, there's a character you can talk to, and she's like, "How how do you want to storm the castle? Goron style, Zora style, Hylian style, or?" And you ask. <laughs> she mentions like Zora style. She like literally tells you like, "Hey, there's a waterfall. You might want to ride that one." It was just like a yeah, neat, actually. Thing. Yeah, I actually remember doing that last night because I was going up the castle and I checked the map and I'm like, oh, okay, I see the, the path that they want me to take around here up to the top. And then I exited out of the map, looked at the path, like million turrets and sentries. And I was like, but what if, and I turned the camera and there was a waterfall, I do it my way. And I like bypassed everything and it, it felt really cool. Even like, it was obviously like given to me, but it felt cool regardless. But I feel like that ability kind of speaks to the redundancy of the challenges they face making a world that's meant to be played completely out of order where the whole map has to be has to meet some kind of baseline of difficulty that new players could stumble this into the stuff with because the gore the, the zora suits ability does not replace your climbing nor your cryostasis you can make blocks of stepping stones on top of waterfalls or you can just climb up the cliffs on the side of those waterfalls and so, That's so tedious, though, for yeah, the cryo I, I don't thing. know if I would... Like, you're talking, like, 10-minute climbs. I mean, yeah, you can do it, but I wouldn't. I I think it, the fact that it gives you options is kind of cool, because, like, most of the time I use climbing gear to just climb up stuff, but, like, when I beat... Um, what's his name? Rivali's uh, Vameto. Oh, the, yeah, that would be the, the big old vertical jump. Yeah, Rivali's Gale, that, like, now I can, like, do I really want to climb that cliff? Like, I can use this and I'll be down for, like, ten minutes, but, like, I'll use it right now. And then I do the cool big jump and fly over. Like, I like that it gives you a whole bunch of options, and it, I don't know. Yeah, but I, 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 I didn't have a bad experience with that. My my wife was watching one of my streams, and she was telling me, like, oh, my God, there's, like, a tower where it's, like, always raining when you climb the tower. And yeah, there's like enemies yeah. gunning at you at the same time. She told me how miserable it was climbing this tower. And I walk up and I just happen to have like Rivali's Gale in my stream. And I just jump the whole thing <laughs> at once. She's like, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> so she went straight straight to that dungeon and did that dungeon like second. Um, yeah, which, and, which is possible. There's yeah. very little pomp and circumstance around the Rito dungeon for some reason. No, that dungeon yeah. is just like strangely shopping easy. in and out. Uh, my yeah. the weirdest thing you walk in, and all the dungeons have like different like prerequisites. You gotta do prerequisite before you do the the fight before the dungeon. Most of them are actually right. pretty cool, but uh, this one, he's like, okay, I need you to hit five targets, and you see the timer <laughs> yeah. turn on three and minutes. You can shoot them all in slow yeah. motion in one go. <laughs> you really can. Yeah. I I think I was trying to think like how could they possibly have this challenge i think maybe originally they had a thing like hit all the targets there's like 20 of them or something but i think yeah. they learned that players became frustrated because they ran out of arrows or maybe they didn't have enough arrows to begin with to do it i don't know what the reason was that was like the weirdest most strangely easy part of the whole game yeah, yeah, and I can't um, tell if they it, intended for that to be your first or your last dungeon. I can't imagine anyone liking it if it, they got to it in the middle, though. Yeah, I, that was my third. I was, 
I was uh, thinking that Zora's domain is like mm-hmm. set up yeah. in in like a world design yep. way to be the first one because it's find, like, like oh, five NPCs that remind you like hey the the prince is looking for a Hylian like you I found yeah. like yeah. five of those guys and I was like okay all right I'm and going not only that but if you just follow the main story quests from the beginning that's like okay go to kakariko and then when you get to kakariko they tell you to go to hateno and meet pura and then when you meet pura she's like oh you can go to uh, the akala ancient lab and they have that they can help you more with your sheikah slate there and if you Uh, go from kakariko to akala you go straight through zora's domain yep so like if you're just following the story and not exploring around like zora's is going to be like the first place you get to so I feel like that was the first one, and plus the power in there is like a good early power to have. Yeah, just from the, there on. I, I like Mipha's grace. I, I like the idea of like, okay, you can make one really big mistake. Now you yeah. can't keep yeah. repeating that same mistake, but it, it's just like a little the get out of jail free card. Made a lot of sense hits. to me after that. Like that's why so much stuff can one hit kill you is yeah. because fairly early on you're suddenly able to tank one of those hits. Yeah. Um. I like it Real that it's because of the weapon that they're holding, not necessarily because of the yeah. enemy. And yeah, you can literally you just take that weapon people. from them and they're like nothing after that. Yeah. Um, before we move into dungeons, I guess. Uh, uh, Sheikah, Sheikah set. Uh, MVP. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. That makes the game a lot easier, too. It's great if you're like bug collecting oh, or whatever. Stuff yeah. You can just sprint through fields of bugs and mash the button and <laughs> gobble them up. <laughs> Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I wear it like ninety percent of the time I'm playing. You also get a speed um, boost at night, and you, and yes, which is so good. You I, also I really want speed like boosts. Sick, kick ass ninja, which is a right. reward. You can in die itself. at black. Also, yeah, I I feel like that gear is almost mandatory to wear during the Kakariko Village quest, but I don't want to. Yeah, like I, I won't spoil <laughs> it for you just because you haven't done it. But there's there's some nice nice little lorey bits in there. It was fun. I mean, like, I am absolutely a person of of aesthetic, so, like, whenever I get to a shrine, I swap into Sheikah gear or Hylian set with the hood, just to be, like, like thematically, I'm not gonna be wearing <laughs> the fucking... That must take you forever. The... No, it takes, like, one second. There's but so like... much menu clutter in, in the later game that I really mm-hmm. wish you could do it from, uh, like, like the uh, D-pad menu is having a Right stick it down, would, accessing an armor set. It would be cool if they had sets that you can, like, you know, just double-click one button and it swaps all three of your yeah. armor pieces to one that you need, but, like, I don't find that that, they, that cumbersome. They, I, I really did, especially when I was in Hebra and I was doing shrines that were the whatever test of strength. And it was like, oh, okay, I gotta press the start button and put on my real armor, and then when I get out, I gotta press the start button and scroll through a zillion menus to put on my cold armor. There was a lot of, of menu swapping going on, and after so many years of them like having issue with players in Ocarina of Time having to open up the pause menu to put on the iron boots on and off, we're like back, uh, yeah. we're back there. <laughs> I think it, it, I've just like I've always hated that, but I've also changed a lot as like a very particular person. Like I've taken a got a knack of speedrunning like RPGs, which is just like strictly speed menuing. So it yeah. it almost feels good when I'm like whipping around that 
C stick or the right analog stick and picking stuff out. Yeah. But even then, sometimes like it sucks. You fast travel from hot area to cold area. Oh, all of a sudden Link doesn't like that very much. He's making the really adorable yet kind of sad shivering animation on your pause screen. (laughs) Now it's time to change. Um, all right. So what are you guys' thoughts on the dungeons? Because I think that uh, they were easy. Very um, baby but, dungeons for babies. <laughs> but I also found them very clever and, and cool. Yeah, they, like, they were great set pieces. They gave me that, not a Zelda feel, but they gave me that, like, portal feel. Where you have, like, yeah. environmental puzzles that involve, you know, moving an environment one way or the other. That was the other thing. I don't think they really spell it out to you. That, like, hey, it, the first time I got to a dungeon... I did not realize that you can go to the map and like alter mm-hmm. the dungeon or whatever. You. Move. They tell move. you so much other stuff. Yeah. They don't tell <laughs> you that. I actually got stuck uh, in the Zora dungeon for like an hour. And we've I've got I the review copy, so there's not like a guide I can look up. <laughs> so I start like in a panic messaging everybody I know with the game. Message Gerard. Hey, have you gone to the Zora dungeon? I don't know what to do. And he's like, I'm sorry, man, I'm just doing shrines. Like, oh my god. Yeah, he, <laughs> eventually, he did like a hundred shrines yeah. before he did any dungeons. <laughs> it came to me eventually. And once it did, I was like, oh, this is actually awesome. But yeah, that was the one thing. I was like, huh. Um, yeah, the, the the thing with that is like how I like how they tell you is like through these terminals you can uh, access the controls for the divine beast. So I thought that each terminal uh, would be me turning on something that changes the thing. And so yeah, it took me a while as well. I was like, I saw the arrows, the, like pink arrows, and I was like messing with them, but I didn't lift the trunk up high enough to shoot water into the like the inside area. So I never it never like connected what I was doing. But I think just in general that mechanic, it although weirdly explained, it is cool to have these Zelda dungeons that are like on such a massive scale that like every dungeon you're manipulating the whole dungeon to change and it's like massive happening in real time and stuff. Might, might be a misnomer i don't know i'm a fan of the goron one i think that is like the perfect example of what they were aiming for i mm-hmm. really wish overall though that all the dungeons were longer and that they all yeah. didn't have the same texture set and that they all didn't have yeah, the same voice set of they are of, really ugly I, dungeons that don't feel very themed. Um, when, when the it's, methodology it's weird. sets in, like it was killing me. Like I, I, I didn't like hearing the same guy be like, "All right, you just got Terminal Five. You just got Terminal Four. You just got Terminal Three. Oh, time yeah. to go do the boss." And every boss was like, like Easy. a variant of the same base monster type too. And like that I think lack they were of variety really cool, is just easy. Yeah, um, I could agree with that. It's, the only one that was hard was uh, Fire Blight Ganon, because oh, he did really? that thing where he puts a shield up, and it took me a while to be like, oh, the wind is going oh, at yeah. him, so bomb. You know oh, what's yeah, funny yeah, is like they, throw a bomb. Right. I, I felt like an idiot too, but they train you for that with the like the wind tunnels and bombs to mm-hmm. shut down the sentries. There are rock octorocks that suck stuff up with a very similar animation. Those, those so okay, two, yeah. 
Earlier in yeah. the game, I had been to Hyrule Castle before, and if you go to Hyrule Castle without beating the dungeons, you have to fight that Blight version of Ganon. And so I got stuck on Fire Blight Ganon Stage 2. In fact, I wonder if I could have actually beat Ganon with the loadout I had, because none of them were giving me issues except for Fire Blight, and I had only done the Zora dungeon at this point. But anyways, um... And my solution to beating Fireblight Ganon early in the game at Hyrule Castle instead of his dungeon was to shoot an ice rod at him when he's charging up his vacuum then bomb throw. And then that turns off his his fire shield. And then you shoot his mask with a bomb arrow. And that stuns him and just straight up sends him to the third phase. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. But that can't be the right solution. I bet when I do this legit in the actual dungeon, your, your Goron Prince friend will just say, all right, now do the methodical solution that I'll plainly explain to you. As it turns out, he doesn't. He doesn't say jack yeah. shit. So he, I got actually, stuck again. Okay. He does tell you, but you have to be clueless, like like dummy Jay Wits over here, for like five <laughs> minutes. Mm-hmm. You have to walk around five minutes, and then finally he's like, maybe use the bombs, you moron. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. Well, so, I yeah. guess I didn't... <laughs> end up getting stuck that long because That's, but it still felt like i got stuck really long maybe i was right on the edge of it but it took me yeah. a long while to make that connection between like oh it wasn't all of my experience playing this exact same boss in a different room didn't prepare me it was actually the octorocks they were training <laughs> me to figure out the the, yeah, the gimmick for this guy because i knew it could not have been the ice rod a and bomb, bomb i guess i don't know oh my god but uh maybe, i actually but i had the most has, trouble not those are the most trouble, but the most like like challenging fun with uh, Thunderblight Ganon. I really yeah. liked the idea of like getting that last second dodge or shield break when it does like the triple teleport forward anime slash. It, it was a lot easier for me to figure that out than the Fire Blight. Like that's really why I think the Goron Temple was my most fun one. I had the hardest time with its boss. I liked its gimmick the best. I liked how it had a completely different intro from the rest of the dungeon where you're lighting it oh up from God. the darkness. That was really I good stuff. I wish that it would have stayed dark for longer. That was such a <laughs> yeah. cool yeah. start of a dungeon. See, I, I have a weird reasoning for not... Um, we just moved. So I, we have like okay. a real crappy temporary TV that has terrible light settings. Oh, okay. So it that just would be, looked yeah. like truly murky and pitch black. So I was like, please get oh, me no. out of here. But... Uh, and that, that's another thing is like we we actually just moved, so I've been able to play this game on a bigger, better TV, and it helps. Or even uh, in that situation, I went back to the dock, um, right, and it was easier to see or no, undocked. You know what I mean? All right, right. Yeah. right. Um, I see. I miss mini bosses I... a little bit in the dungeons. Yeah, I don't miss keys. I'm not a fan of keys. Uh, some. A lot of people are. They like getting, like, the big key or whatever. Nothing feels worse than, like, reaching a certain room in a dungeon and realizing that you needed to pick up a key half an hour ago, and now you need to go all the way back. Um, and this, mm. these got rid of those, but at the expense, I think, of, like, some of the length, theming, and, Every like... Every dungeon except the first one, when I was still learning, took me 30 minutes. And the last two dungeons, I was really just going through the motions. Like, I never got stuck on any puzzles in those and that was I, I really something that i wish, found really disappointing i really wish that they would have like this is a lot more work but i think it would have been worth it if they recorded different vo's for the champions in the dungeons mm-hmm. depending on how many dungeons you've beaten yeah because like getting to varudania the goron one was my last one and having what's his name garuk yeah like yeah having him explain to me like 
you're going to need a map to see what this dungeon's all about. <laughs> so it's like, a new oh, episode of Dora the Explorer, man. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the map, this is swipe or no swiping, every single time. This is... This is episode one of season 19 of the Pokemon anime. I don't know anything about Pokemon anymore. Come to like, think of it, it, it could have been pretty easy for them to just slash those voice clips off if you're far enough in the game to get it by now. I get it. Yeah. I, or even like, I, I don't know, this is just spitballing, but like it would be cool if they did a little bit of difficulty upping based on how much more you've completed like i don't know bigger stronger enemies hanging around or something I mean, yeah they, they do nice that with the whole rest scaling. of the oh. yeah go ahead oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they do that with the whole rest of the world like the world scales up for you yeah. while you're fighting but so one thing yeah. i totally didn't figure out is if the the chest drops scale up as you're fighting at the end of the game i was opening chests with a lot more royal equipment but i don't know if that's because i was uncovering areas that i couldn't earlier or if that they just uh scale up the further in the game you get the more uh the more shrines you complete the more fancy armor random ass chests give you or fancy I, weapons yeah, i think the, the like you get more often upgraded stuff like you'll say like oh this is sword right. plus six or plus, whatever plus, right yeah but i i like for the most part, that stuff does scale up, but even then, every once in a while, you know, I, I've got a hundred shrines, and on uh -huh. stream, I always make the joke like it, everybody on stream yells at me if I skip a chest. They're like, "Oh, you skipped this puzzle chest," and I was like, "No, I swear to God, if I get this chest. chest, if I get this chest, it's going to be another gosh dang knight's bow, twenty six power." Throw it away. Which I, <laughs> Throw it back in the water. Yeah. You don't need that. I've I've <laughs> opened like forty knight's bows. I swear to God. Um, and they feel unrewarding. But then, like, one out of a hundred <laughs> times, you go and get the chest, and oh, turns out it was one of the pieces of the climbing gear. You definitely wanted that. Um, oh, or the climbing gear on for most of my run. I'd even oh take an ancient core over a knight's bow. Yeah. I have not found the the boots for the climbing gear, so I've had two pieces the whole game. I just found the barbarian helmet, and I'm like, please get the rest of this oh, on my body. Where is it? Uh, all the mazes. Th those are actually some of my favorite shrines. Is uh, You look at your map, and you see, like, oh, this is a funny-looking shape. I'm just yeah. going to drop a pin here and see what's here. Oh, turns out that yeah. it's Legend of Zelda Maze Runner Edition. You're going to be here for the rest of your life. Um, those are really hard. <laughs> They were interesting. Um, what? Are, oh, did you? Okay, so you went to the mazes. Did all of you guys go to the maze next to Akala, the like big obvious square one? Yep. Um, yep. I did. Did you go under the maze after you do the shrine? Yep. Oh, the Guardian Town below, right? Yeah, the Guardian room. Yeah, there's that, a diamond and I'm like, with laser traps. <laughs> it was. It was cute. That like this game has a lot of set pieces like that that I think are so good, and I loved like. I was like looking around. I'm like, none of these guardians are turrets, are they? <laughs> it's like all no, of them doesn't, are. Doesn't oh. look like it. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah I had the champion's the tunic on, so I knew ahead of time. Uh, see, I didn't because I had the Sheikah stuff from going through the maze, and then I picked up the diamond bracelet or the diamond necklace or circlet, and suddenly I have like six lasers trained on me, like rapid beeping in that fucking piano. The God. Uh, it freaked me out, but it was like such a good thing to be freaked out from. Um, uh, even Tide Island, though. I love even stuff. Tide Island. I the you want to know <laughs> the first time I did it, I had four hearts. 
I just decided I wanted Jeez. to be the Wind Waker. I got on one of those boats and I was like, hey, how far does this boat take me? And it was like one of the most challenging. Re- well, I don't know if I want to say rewarding because at the end of it, you get like 300 just rupees another in a shrine. Spirit orb. Inside <laughs> of a shrine with like loading gates and dialogue. Yeah, you, it was fun. Like in the moment, the Hinox was like way overpowered for what I was supposed to do. So I set up oh, yeah. stupid like fire traps with the chew jelly and threw bombs yep. and stuff. And it was amazing. And then. On stream, I did it after, like, finishing the dungeons and just, like, uh-huh. dropped one Urbosa's Fury and it lit up the whole island and then all the challenge was gone. <laughs> so that um, that area see, really depends on how deep in you that's, are. That's what I mean. Like, I think even Tide Island sticks out so hard for me because when I got to it with five hearts, it was, like, really playing hard to the game's strengths. Like, you, you, you have to go back to mechanics that you were... Uh, kind of skipping over that whole time and and really make the most of all the the gimmicks they set up in these combat encounters yeah. when as whereas for the rest of the game you can you can really easily ignore a lot of the the cute little environmental actions that they have set up yeah I, after a certain point like pushing rocks down to roll on people like you don't need it when you have good gear but i also to me that felt like I mean, I get that like doing the being resourceful with that stuff is cool and fun, but also once I have like Banff armor and a Banff shield and sword and bow and a million bomb arrows, then I'm like, like I earned this. I found all this stuff and I'm going to use it and I'm going to just body everybody. But it kind of turns and enemies I, into bullet sponges, and I, I, I wish the game would have a more ragdoll level <laughs> difficulty curve. It, I haven't heard any of you guys mention um, the was it stasis? You guys haven't used Crown stasis or the yeah yeah stasis. Yeah, yeah you, um, you guys didn't upgrade that. Stasis is I busted did. when you upgrade it. it. Yeah, like you, I literally used it for everything. It, it made the it made the game easy. You as can hell. even use it on the bosses. Yeah, even, you yeah, can even I, use I it on the final boss this morning. Yes, <laughs> I, um, I stunned him right to to make sure when he was down on the floor that it was some uh, at least a few more seconds down the floor so I could oh, hit that big old head. Yeah, that uh, was, since this um, is the spoiler cast, how do you guys feel about the very end of the game? So I like yeah. the the, the uh. way <laughs> the enemy looked for that section there, and the, I mean it was fun for was that cool. fight. But he hits then, for three hearts, I believe. There are yeah. many. Not if you're, not, was, not, shielding. Not, if you're you, not shielding. If you have like all level four soldiers armored, he's like oh, not yeah. even doing a heart. I swear. Um, I had sure. a much harder time the, with a lot, many lesser me. bosses than the, the actual final boss. I, I guess the he, thing he is like anything. When yeah, when do they want you to fight Ganon? You know, like, and I I had this issue. I mean, I had this issue up to now. Like, I realized, oh shoot, you guys. Want me to beat Ganon so I could talk about it on the podcast? Okay, I'll do it now. <laughs> I've been holding on for so long, doing shrine to shrine. I was, like, worried. I was like, you know, the second I fight Ganon, I know I'm going to be underwhelmed. And I was right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you're too... It's almost like... I guess it's just like Majora's Mask. If you 100% Majora's Mask before finally facing Majora, you pop on a fierce deities and you mash B, and that is the entire boss. Yeah. And it wasn't quite mashing B, but it was like, okay, I come in. Oh, hey, my friends did half the fight for me. Cool. 
Urbosa Ur- stunned, hit, Urbosa stun, hit. Like it it was <laughs> over fast. I, I really it- wish Ganon had at least one line. At least yeah! one. I yeah. want to be monologued to death. Uh, that's the classic Ganon. The moon Ganon and Majora Dwarf. has more lines than Ganon yeah. <laughs> in, in Breath of the Wild. Dang. He like just yeah, I, drops a load of that heart thing, and then all of a sudden you're in the fight. It, 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 okay, it's. I agree that it would have been cool to have the classic like her 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 Ganon back, but they do story that away by saying I think one of the memories, maybe it's the last memory. Uh, somebody, Zelda or Mifa or something says that. Ganon has given up on reincarnation oh, and just that's, embraced. That's in the middle of the fight itself, like bet- oh, okay, between okay. form one and two. Um, which I yeah, so like yeah. he's not even a thing anymore. He's just like just anger. I, I that like sounds cool on paper, but but when it <laughs> like I don't want to say that the ending ceremony feels anticlimactic. It just feels kind of flat and predictable. Yeah, I guess. I, mean, the, I guess how the could second they phase, surpre- though. Second phase. The second is phase was like, why are they doing this? It's a victory well, lap. The, oh, you get the bow and you ride around the horse yeah. and literally dodge a slow moving. He shoots his laser like 180 degrees away from where yeah. you are if you're like circling him in the slightest. You can literally, literally not ground and he will still miss. Like it was wanna, really bad. Uh, it, it, you want to know? It's something terrible about that crossbow fight. training. Uh, also, oh, the final cutscene really disappointed me too. It's three minutes long, and it's Zelda being like, "Thanks, hero. Let's go do work." Yeah, you don't like get that's, a happy that's your dance reward. around the campfire. I don't even know if you get that cutscene if you don't find all the memories. Oh, I'd hate to imagine what what kind of cutscene you <laughs> yeah. get if you just speed run it from the very beginning. Yeah, because that's not it's <laughs> that's yeah, not it, as rewarding a cutscene either. It's pretty so, yeah. It the thing I, is like uh, with open world games like this, I it with with very f- few exceptions, something like The Witcher, I enjoyed how that concluded a lot. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, like something like Grand Theft Auto or whatever, these big open world games, they like don't know how to end or like where to go. And it's I feel also like not this, where the budget's at. Yeah, this is this one had the same issue, but I guess mm-hmm. for a lot of people, Zelda games, the conclusion is like one of the things you remember the most. So it stung a little bit more. God, than, the conclusion of yeah. of every other Zelda game I can think like had. Remember in mm. Twilight Princess when the final boss fight is you and Ganondorf having a like jousting duel across yeah, Hyrule yeah. Field? That, that fight also has four. Like four forms, which felt great. Yeah, I, same with Wind Waker. Yeah, Win, Wind, Wind Waker's got final a, boss fight is amazing. It's like a straight sword duel with and the ah. Uh. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I like I, I can think of a lot of uh, Ocarina of Time is I, obviously I, very memorable. I I think like the worst thing for me is playing this game, building my character from scratch from like the little nub link. All the way up to this beast mode, thinking that the Ganon fight is going to be like the climax, like it's just like a real oh, test of strength, yeah. a <laughs> yeah. major test it's, of strength. It's the opposite. You made Goku. Like, yeah, exactly. You just spirit bombed him, like <laughs> boom. You know, one punch. totally skipped. <laughs> one yeah, punch exactly. Man, yeah. One punched him. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I I 
it felt wrong. It felt wrong mm-hmm, and it felt like dirty. I cheated the game. It, you know, I was like, man, maybe and I did too much stuff, but I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? You're, you're building up this character. It's so satisfying to, to do all the armor sets. It's so satisfying to go at all the shrines. And when you go to finally fight Ganon, you expect at least a little bit of challenge. You, you gotta, they have to know that you have like the full, a full inventory of food. You know, you are prepared. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. You got food. bomb arrows, bro. <laughs> you spent all your days. rupees. You know, you are red tea. You got your armor set all the way. And then when yeah. you go in there, you're like, oh wow, did I did I even use and it's, it's any weird. of my food? They have huh. Ganon balanced for players who probably rushed the game, but that kind of seems antithetical to those amazing moments early on when you get one shotted by like a moblin who just casually slaps you you're like oh i gotta i get it i gotta prepare and try really hard i was really scared because uh a guy like a couple people one shotted me in the castle that had really good weapons (laughs) there's the castle itself i actually enjoy a lot more than ganon uh, yeah. The music is like a sick remix oh. of like three different classic Zelda themes. There's a bunch yeah. of rooms, all of them hiding some crazy stuff. People consider it the fifth dungeon. And I think if oh, that's... Yeah, it pretty much is. But there's also like no, no gating going on to it. You, it yeah, if you go the It has a map screen route. that looks like a dungeon, but it doesn't play like a dungeon. You I don't can, know. You can skip it completely. Like, you can... Just sprint through, you can fly through, and miss yeah. everything. If you do spend the time and uncover the stuff, I actually think it's a it's a really cool area. I don't the word dungeon, I guess, just depends on what you think a Zelda dungeon is. You know what it was? Yeah, it, it was a Oracle of Seasons dungeon. The combat dungeons. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. It's a, it's a like, dungeon in that way. But it it seems more of like a, a dungeon in like the traditional sense of like you come across a cave on the road. Like you could explore it if you want, but you could literally bypass the whole thing. Yeah. Which again, I'm I'm all for that kind of that option, like not forcing you to go through stuff if it's not like for the story purposes. But like, I don't know. I'm going to go back and explore the whole castle. I just needed to rush through it to beat Ganon real quick. And I mean, there's some um, neat stuff in there, but... It takes so much time to find what I would say are the two neat rooms in there. And that's like, I, I think folds into how, how the second half of the game became such a drag for me. The world felt like it was inflated in size for what what neat things are there. They take a lot of time to dig up. I guess I can't really speak to that just because I have not played as much as any of you guys, apparently. Me with my baby 61 shrines over here. But um, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm somewhat on the other side of the fence. Like, I've basically played through the whole game twice at this point, and I'm still having a really good time with it. That but it's also maybe just... Me. I'm playing it in a very different way, though. Like, a lot of the times, I'm I'm either, like, playing it with an audience so that we can all sort of, like point at the cool views or laugh at an individual line of dialogue and that helps i think sitting by yourself definitely changes things a lot which it's it's it, fair it and that's how a lot of people shrine, play zelda it was at shrine 40 where i just started mashing buttons on the controller whenever i finally get up to the the monk mummy <laughs> oh and, and trying to skip as much of that as possible because oh. i've seen it 40 times before i did that the game shrine was something 3 like, 
102. <laughs> you you yeah. have about 60 seconds of of uh, a, a ceremony, a real you ceremony for completing quest. a little drop in the bucket nothing Ooh. shrine. You are now and, going and if you, to get another spirit orb. <laughs> like if you inflate that over 120 times, that's two hours of just watching the same ending ceremony plus the loading screen afterwards. That's a Lord of a single Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> Of the shrine. Not if you're watching them properly. It's only half of a of a proper True. Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> oh, the director's True. cuts. You, I, you know, I'm talking about the theatrical releases. That's right. You know, just a whole the Lord of the Rings version. movie's worth of. Oh. In a lot of ways, this <laughs> game, the game feels like a extended oh. cut Lord of the Rings movie. Like there, yeah. There's, it's big. Maybe even needlessly big. And you can go and find and the stuff. So much that of you its want big is lost, just shrines yeah. and garbage Korok seed poops. Oh, the Korok seeds, I've come to accept. There is no way on Earth, <laughs> there's no way on this planet the developers intended someone to go find all 900 seeds. I think no. that they outsourced yeah. it to Monolith, like they had to have. There's they, so many of them that are just repeated. Yeah. simple garbage pick up the rock because it's out of place and that's all that they ask of you and then even then when you do get it you still are like mashing buttons trying to skip the the i think that one would be more like 15 to 20 seconds of stuff and i think i, I ended the game with a good 70 korok seeds it's like multiply that by 70 and that's just too much of my life spent trying to skip dialogue that doesn't skip fast enough i, I think I, you I, play I, games <laughs> differently i think i'm playing it for the like, review I i'm, I'm trying experience. to see i'm trying to see as much as possible in as little time as possible and like it really kills me with with a lot of games these days i i remember when i was playing through um uh uh near no no when i was playing through near i was trying to see as much as possible and as little as possible i i i remember many many years ago when i was playing through skyrim for example I would okay. not try to do everything. I would just try to get immersed in my one little particular chosen role in, in the world and then have the time of my life for the first 40 hours and wonder why I never pick it up again. But at least I had the time of my life for 40 hours, right? Mm. I, mm -hmm. I feel like here I was having the time of my life for 10 hours and then it started I, to I feel like a chore. Life it, again, do, so. you, do you think, you, I remember we, we talked about this a long while ago and we, we tend to bring it up every once in a while, but because you're reviewing it yeah and you have to rush it yeah is that hitting you again because i know that i've you know particularly did not like certain stuff about games just because i was reviewing it and i i was on a time crunch i mean i wouldn't call it a rush so much as a binge Mm. That makes sense. I, still, <laughs> I checked my wii u timer i played 115 hours of this game in nine days <laughs> wow that's more yeah. than a full-time job i could <laughs> that's almost double a full-time job i yeah i could definitely see getting over zelda in that format um for sure i i, I guess that's i mean i i played that much but i know i don't understand it, why you aren't feeling the same thing you played probably more I than probably, me. yeah probably i don't there's something about the game that just really like resonates with me i don't i've i've um, sometimes i like to lose myself in a game like i don't care about necessarily like finding finding everything or doing everything 
Yeah. But it's a very fun game it's to calm. check your See, brain I'm out. I'm worried too. that if I do that, I'll miss something important. The people in the comments yeah. of the review are going to be like, no, and you there big we dummy. Go. And yeah, we're back so there to we go. This. The cycle of like negative yeah. feedback to negative reviews just like continues see, onwards. See, that's it's... the difference. When I play it, I'm not gonna review it. I I think about it, but I'm not like writing things down. I'm just letting it flow. I'm just playing it. The only time I ever rushed was to get it done by this podcast, um, and I just did what I wanted to do. I went through the game. I didn't do some of the mazes that you guys were talking about. I, I, like, I just <laughs> went through the game and did side quests that I was only interested in and just pretty much experienced the game and relaxed while doing it. And I, I, had, a, I had a better time doing that instead. Yeah. Like even with the dungeons, um, I enjoyed the dungeons more for the kind of like the puzzles, the cool way of the puzzles. Yeah, it was easy. And the final, the the bosses at the end, I I did I didn't much enjoy them at all. Only for like little cool moments, and then they were dead. They were like the the cool parts were literally just one minute, and then they were dead. Um, so mm. like d- just the game, I would say just the fighting where it was like the only letdown for me. But the more that's why I said more the discovery of the game of walking around and being able to find these little nooks and crannies. Um, and those seeds, finding those seeds, I thought it was cool. It's like, oh, why is there like a a little th- ball here next to this tree trunk? Let me oh, just put it right in here. All of a uh, sudden, it works. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, like, this I, is crazy. I found it to become really predictable by the end. I was like, oh, I know that's a seed. Like I was seeing weird things, yeah, but the, I was knowingly kind of the skipping them. <laughs> I mean, you don't need all the seeds. Yeah, I think Josh don't. was right, or Jairus was right when he said that they put so many of them in there that you find enough to make a good inventory and so that you don't want to find every, every single one. So, it's, it, so there's implications in the lore that you are, you are literally collecting Korok poop. <laughs> oh really? my yeah. gosh. Uh, there's a, oh, well. there's a kid who they give it to you. Talks. They, they, there's a kid who talks about how weird Korok kids are, and he's like, I wonder, I, I hear that Korok kids are roaming Hyrule, leaving mystical treasure behind. I wonder <laughs> what their droppings look like. And he's saying the word droppings <laughs> in a way that's a double entendre. He could be talking about the magical mystical treasure they're leaving, or their poop. Now, if you, let's just Google image search here. Korok oh, seed. Oh no, don't ruin it for me. If you Google image search <laughs> for Korok poop. seed, you'll see it kind of is a, is a bulbous a bulbous shape with a, a little pinched tip. <laughs> if you read the item description, it talks about how it has a distinctive odor to it. Oh, oh I'm very no. upset. No. no. Okay, now, now this, is, this is a spoiler, but this is a spoiler cast, right? Yeah. Uh, when you collect all 900 Korok seeds <laughs> and regrets. complete this incredibly poopy side quest that's <laughs> that's just a load of shit, you get something called Hestu's Gift. And uh, that's 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 his name, right? Oh, nothing's coming up. Yeah, Hestu. Yeah, there we go. Hestu. It's it's an item that looks like like poop. At this point, there's no denying it. Right. Like, that could either be a triple layered soft serve ice cream scoop without the cone. No, or it just could be a. It's very hard turd. because he uses it with his maracas, right? Let's see, a gift of uh, <laughs> friendship given to you by Hestu. It smells pretty bad. Shaking that poop. Woo! 
Am I am I just getting that wrong? Is he putting it in his maracas? Yeah, he puts the seeds in the maracas to make them maracas. For some reason, that makes your inventory bigger. I it's 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 literally a golden poo. It says smells pretty bad. That's hilarious, actually. Yeah, you're you're collecting tiny pieces of of crap. (laughs) Do you think that? This may be way too meta, but I, I want to give the Nintendo the benefit of the doubt because of exactly how this is yeah. laid out. Do you think this is Nintendo being like, <laughs> here's that shitty thing that every open world game does. Uh-huh. We're just going to make it actual <laughs> I, I do, I do. And I have I have a headcanon, all right? So, so just imagine okay. Nintendo high-ranking game designers all sitting around a table, and they're like, okay, we got to turn Zelda into a big open-world sandbox survival crafting uh, uh, sort of dealie. That's what the kids want these days. Someone at the table in the back of the ground has all these ideas like towers uh, yeah. uh, uh, and, and, and collectible items that for some reason increase your inventory and make your character better. And everyone else is like, no, we got, we got to do weird things. We got to get different about it. Guy at the end of the table is like, but no, that, that's breaking too many rules. And everyone else is like, fine, geez, okay, Chad. We'll implement your ideas. But they secretly pass letters to the art crew that makes all Chad's ideas look like poop. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. Uh, by the that's- way, while we're talking about lore... Are we in the future? Uh, now I haven't played um, the 3D Zeldas much. I haven't. I've never beat them. I've always played them. I always watched people play them. Um, uh-huh. So I don't know much about the story. I'm pretty sure you guys have um, kind of like beat through all of them, so you guys would know. Um, I but done- uh, the Gerudo says something. The 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 champion Gerudo um, says yeah. that Ganon took the form of Gerudo at one time. Yeah. Is, yeah. this, is that it's referencing referencing Ocarina of Time or? Yeah, it's as definitely. far as we know. Yes, there's also a- because they they do mention a lot of the sages, uh, the the Gerudo. Oh yeah, I, I forgot who who specifically, but one of the Gerudo says like like uh, I believe that you were sent as a gift from. Um, an Naboru. ancient Gerudo. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, she hammers that hard during during a yeah. costume. She's like, we will live in honor of your name, glorious Naboru. In Ocarina of Time, all she does is like open a door for you and then get eaten by the boss. I mean, she's a sage. Yeah. So it's kind of important. Yeah. A little bit. And, and, and Van Rudo is named after Princess Rudo. There's also... All, I, all of the... Uh, all of the the divine beasts are named after the previous characters <laughs> meadow from medley uh rudo from uh from rudo obviously uh rudania is darunia and i don't remember the other one but i'm just gonna give it the benefit of the doubt um yeah i don't remember that. i, I, I think you covered them either the flying that's, one that's right? all four of them there aren't a lot of them uh, no, yeah that's Naboris. Uh, uh, is Naboru. And and, yeah. and Meadow would be medley, and Rudo would be completely unchanged. I, I, I like I, I like that Rudania know. though. I miss that. That's nice. Just swap the first three letters, and you're good. There's definitely. Yeah, I don't know where where on the arms of the timeline this would sit, but like because of the Sheikah people having existed ten thousand years ago or whatever, I want to say that this is like several hundred years after Ocarina of Time, but like. 
like the 10,000 years thing is like before Ocarina of Time. It's so complicated. There's a Goron slate that says that Princess Ruto existed even before the 10,000 years ago. Okay. So so I think we're tens of thousands of years past Ocarina. I I think it's like, I I haven't actually like sat down and done theorying or whatever. There's, there's so many references to past games either in the world or there's even a point. I forgot the exact, there's like one line that literally references like three other Zelda games or like, yeah, it's in one of the memories, past incarnations. You've been to the twilight and you've been like, they just, you know, Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they, here's they, Twilight they Princess reference, a time reference, etc. I think it's like deep in the future beyond the other games. Like, it's not mm. nothing directly correlates in terms of like story wise. But if you go to the map, there's a million different markings or whatever. Like, oh, oh yeah, this is just like the Bridge of Elden, etc. And you, yeah, you can just you can go forever on that. Also, I like the, the cute little naming conventions of the landmarks. Yeah. Like, like, oh, it's Kaapora Jayapora Pass. It's it's Mido's Swamp. I love I love that they have the island chain on the east that's Tingle Island, Ankle no. Island, Knuckle no, Island, I don't and love Daft that. D Island. I don't love that. Where is Tingle? <laughs> I know. Where is Tingle? There, don't tell there, me. Don't. There's so much that like I feel is missing here. I'm sorry, guys, but come on. How could it be a real Zelda game if there's no Tektites? <laughs> You know, uh, in, in the original this... Zelda rap, where the guys are like, "Whoa, look at this this Nintendo Power, nice graphics." You got yeah. you got only one of the three enemy okay. types they rap about in this game. <laughs> they, they they still brought back some. Like, when's the last time we've seen a Lionel? Uh, they brought I, I back mean, yeah. Lionels. Besides, but they, besides a link between cost? worlds. At what cost? Hinox, <laughs> the Hinox are super <laughs> uncommon as well. They're, they did some cool stuff. No tech tights. No tech what tights. What's, what's the line? Not a, not a really single bad. tech tight. He just drops. He just name drops them randomly. Octorox uh, levers and tech tights too. Can you help <laughs> our hero face through? Yeah. Go, Link. Yeah. Wicky, wicky, whack. You want to know? No, while we're on that, let me just say, Octorox are oh, broken. They are. They have pinpoint accuracy. Widowmaker accuracy. Yep. They only do this half is like, the heart, but they infuriate me more than any other enemy in the game. They, they cancel you. I yeah. hear the the splash, like like from yeah. two miles away, little like, and I'm like, oh fuck, no, no, yeah. no, and like, it's, <laughs> you can't even. God, I they, I thought you know how you if you hold your shield and press A, you get like the perfect parry. You can't even yeah. perfect parry their things back to hit them because they're back in the water immediately after yeah. they shoot you have to also, arrow them i i feel like octorox made me stop looking for all the cool little hidden mechanics that are there because they still operate by the complete bullshit physics established in ocarina where even though you have no force acting on the rock but the rock still reacts with equal and opposite force that it comes to you at if you just hold up your shield and try to stop it like what do you oh you mean ricocheting the things back is yeah you hold about. your shield up and the rock that flies at you doesn't hit your shield and then tumble away instead it flies exactly back at the octorock with pinpoint accuracy <laughs> at the same speed and force as if you're batting it but you can bat back the tiny little pebbles that enemies that don't have better weapons throw at you if you hold your shield you, up on those the the rocks react like they would normally they just dribble off but 
But with Octorox, <laughs> if if the rock hits your shield, it it it's that magic with, that they use to aim so well. I don't even think they do. I could be wrong. No, no, they that that was my primary defense mechanism against Octorox was to shield them, and it just bonks their rocks right back at them. As I as see, I was never able to shield them because they're far away and you can't target them, so I'm always shielding yeah. in the wrong direction. If you Z target them and hold your shield up, you just kind of wait for bad guy to die. Can I just make a point on reflecting things yeah. for two things that are awesome? First of all, well, perfect yeah. parrying the Guardian lasers mm -hmm. feels so rad, okay. and I only got the hang of it in the Ganon fight, mm -hmm. and so it felt really rad to like, like finally get a handle and start reflecting lasers yeah, back when it mattered. But also, did anybody else just get completely got by the by Fireblight Ganon and and Ganon's first form Final Ganon? Where they throw the slow moving fireball at you, and yeah. did anybody yes. else go like, "Oh, it's, it's, it's the baseball Paul, thing"? Here we go. No. Yeah, it's trying it to bounce back. Just explode, <laughs> and then you just explode. I feel like no, that is I, again the most maybe disappointing. I'm Nintendo too. Yeah, it, maybe I'm giving Nintendo too much metagaming credit, but I feel like no, that's like Miyamoto giggling about like they're gonna try no, and hit it back. Okay, dummies. I did it twice. I did it on Fireblight, and then I was like, okay, it's Ganon now. It's ping pong time. Right. Yeah, this is the real one. No. <laughs> okay. Yes, that sucks. Oh boy. I actually, I have a weird like. I can't decide how I feel about the shield parrying. It's awesome when you learn that you can do it. You can even do it with a freaking pot lid. Um, but <laughs> when you get good enough with it, it makes the Guardians feel like chumps, kind of. Um, like, they can't even touch you. Their only attack yeah. is that laser beam. And yeah, the timing is hard, and you have to factor in a distance, and the flying ones you can barely, like, Z-target. But once you're yeah. reflecting everything with a pot lid, which you can do from, like, the very beginning of the game, if you just if you just learn it, or as a... A Dark mm -hmm. Souls player might tell you, you G-I-T-G-U-D. Um, right. I found the, <laughs> like, the terror that was really great in the early game to just completely disappear. But it disappeared a little too early for me. Wait, what? See, oh, oh like, yeah, you mean the terror. It, it's, uh, I thought yeah, you were referring like, to a specific enemy. Normally when you hear enemy. that theme, da and the Guardian is like storming you down, you're like, oh, gotta go, gotta go, I don't belong yeah, it sounds here. like spider music. Yeah. yeah, it's very tingly. It, it really does. Yeah, but when you um, when you learn that you can literally bounce their only attack, even no master sword required, not even a weapon required. It's like one yeah. reflect kills a turret, three reflects kills the crawly one. It takes a bit more work to kill the flying one because you can't always Z target them. But oh, yeah. that, that was maybe a little a little too easy for me. So yeah. when you the go gardens, to gardens become chumps also once you realize you can chop their legs off yeah. and it disorients them the, the first time I did that it felt like magic I learned they don't like guardian weapons hitting guardians um, and it flipped uh -huh. over I was like oh I've, I've actually got a chance that's so great and then you learn they're, they're kind of clumsy so did yeah. any of you guys try to cheese the master sword heart meter countdown with, uh, yes. with, with potions I mean, uh, yes, I tried that. No, I, work. Did, I and had then I noticed hearts. that it goes away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had yellow hearts walking in and realized that it didn't count them. 
So, so do we know yeah, what the exact that. heart requirement is Thir- for the Master 13. Sword? It's 12. 12? 12. Oh, okay. That's a lot. It's Because it goes down to a quarter heart on 12. Uh, that I, is... I'm pretty sure. 48 shrine. <laughs> All right, but you... Well, wait, yeah, but you, the get boss, a, wait. you get a piece of heart when you beat a boss. Okay, well. so that is... Yeah, that's not, that's not 48 shrines, because you start with three hearts, and you could do the bosses for four more, so it's seven hearts Let's say you fought, you fought two bosses, you know. Um, okay. And and you you guys didn't use the horn statue, because that's no. what I used. Uh, you you could do that. I oh. didn't even know it existed oh, until you, you a few mean days the, ago. The, like the stat relocator thing. The, by the yeah. filthy pond, there's like yeah. this horn yeah. statue. Is like, hey, for for twenty rupees, I'll give you you know be able to switch your stuff. But well, first there's like a whole thing where it literally takes yeah, takes one of your hearts. The hell out of me! I thought I yeah. lost my heart yeah, like long term. So like, much work to get one heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and then but, it gives it back. Yeah. But yeah, you can it switch your your stamina and health, and I just switched. Uh, two of my stamina for health, and when got the master sorted and switched it back. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what I did. Yeah. Okay. So assuming that uh, that that you start with three hearts, and let's assume yep. you get four more hearts from all four bosses. That means you okay. need five hearts to get up to twelve hearts to get the master sword, which means that the that the game is still asking a minimum of twenty shrines out of you. That's well, it's more like sixteen if once you take out the four that the game like mandatorily makes you do in the opening area. That's true. Well, how do you get the fourth? What do you mean? There are four. You get the magnesis, stasis, bombs, and... Um... Cryo. Yeah, cryo. Oh, 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 I thought you meant the fourth yeah. heart. Oh, no, no. you get, But you get a heart from doing that, and that's mandatory to get the paraglider. So is the Master Sword mandatory for the final boss battle or something? Not at all. No. Hmm. Uh, well, I you know what I shouldn't I shouldn't no no it's not actually because no speedrunners don't get the master sword they'd run crashing yeah. and grab whatever they can at Ganon's castle it, it, yeah it, I I gotta say like getting the master sword was like fantastic I didn't know where it was and all of a sudden I climbed a a tower and saw that like the tower was they blocked it. They blocked my view uh-huh. using that skull or whatever that mass thing was on the on the tower. Yeah, and I yeah. like climbed through the thing. I was like, oh, there's a forest. Oh yeah. snap. And I was I, I just ran right in there and it I, I stayed up an extra two hours. Uh, <laughs> dude, let's be real. New Lost Woods theme is the best Lost I, Woods theme. I really like it. They also use that theme in the mazes as well. It's yeah, a very I, good like I, I think the music's maybe worth talking about in general because people are really split on it. Yeah, um, it's divisive. I, I feel I, split I, about it. What's up? I dig it for the most part because, like, I like the minimal feel. I think that the catchy Zelda tunes would start to get kind of annoying with how much time you spend in each place. I like that they still have some of the catchy themes, like every town, yeah. every uh, boss and dungeon. I know, but like you didn't do Terrytown, but Terrytown's a huge jam. Um, it like builds over time as you make the town bigger. Terrytown's good when when Hudson isn't asking you to gather him forty piles of wood. <laughs> uh, I really like. Pretty um, easy to collect, though. It's not fun to collect, though. Sure. None of the fetch quests are particularly fun to collect. <laughs> you can what, do um, a lot more with your wood in Minecraft than than you can in Zelda. Well, let's let's be real though. <laughs> that that shrine quest outside of Rito Village, where you have to wait for the shadow of the heart 
to go over the thing and light a fire on it. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was good. Those, those puzzle quests make me, when I figure them out, it makes me feel amazing. When I can't figure them out <laughs> and I have to ask a friend, it makes me feel like a big dumb. So my um, favorite shrine <laughs> in the game is the one next to the Deku tree where it asks yeah. you to uh, look look to the stars for the answer. and it That one was really cool. Oh, yeah, that, one, when I, that one stumped me for a long time. That was I the only one that stumped me. I didn't finish it. So what's the answer? Uh, <laughs> you have to count how many times the constellation shows up on the big wall. Um, right. And, and, and you put the ball in the hole that correlates with the number that constellation shows the correlates oh with the God. amount of times that constellation shows up. Yeah, I thought I would actually have to like go outside, camp until night, and look at the sky for something. Because there's one other shrine I saw whose puzzle needed you to go outside and go somewhere else, and that was the dueling peaks. Uh, that I actually that one's garbage, but no, well, I didn't like it anyway. <laughs> I, I liked oh, pretty much all the all the times this game gave me a word riddle, because that's the yeah. kind of stuff that that I genuinely didn't expect out of out of a new Zelda game. With how used to uh, all the handholdiness I am, like when when the old man tells you to draw a line between the four shrines and meet him at the center of those lines, I was like, oh god, they're really really going yeah. out of left field for this one no, and then before you know like it, you're five, playing five-year-old timmy's playing his first zelda he might have missed that entirely because mm, he it can't does, fully it, it, read there's, yet there's a lot of moments where it feels like five-year-old timmy couldn't play this one <laughs> well yeah second he finds his yeah. first like blue bokoblin he asks mom to return it i suppose <laughs> <laughs> but uh um it, I, yeah the word riddle stuff is was really good a lot of them just have like they're not so blatantly obvious, but there's enough to go off of. Mm -hmm. The probably the vaguest thing that happened in the game was trying to find the thirteenth memory because mm. that shit was hard. I knew exactly uh, where it was. Yeah, I, I kind of just found it. Other memories I had trouble finding, like the matching up the exact point of light to like like I know yeah. where the area is. I just can't find the exact spot that Zelda yeah. was standing when she took this Kodak. Picture. I didn't really have that hard of a time for it because yeah. um, Pikanjo shows up and he he gives, gives you advice. I um, it felt to me like he area. gave me the exact spot. Because <laughs> because once you get there, you just climb to a high point and start paragliding around until you see the glowy blue or the glowy golden. I, I, I have the same, have the same wind like waver right problem where I have a hard time finding the glowy golden. And <laughs> it's like I've done I've done everything you've asked of me. I found the man giving me the hit. I climbed to this area. I looked through my Sheikah camera and it looks like I could take Zelda's exact picture, but I cannot find the exact X on the, the map. The glowy golden. The glowy golden. Actually the the one that infuriated me the most is the one of the bazaar, because it's like this big bright sand on the floor. Mm. It's like almost invisible. I got there at night. The only oh, one I yeah, had a hard time with was the forest up until I, I did what Jimmy was doing last night, just methodically teleporting to every sh stable until Picanjo <laughs> showed up and more or less gave me the exact spot. Yeah. Um, the only one that I had an issue with was the, the castle one because I couldn't find Picanjo for that one. And so I was like... It looks like a castle, but that castle's very hard to look at, and I can't tell it if also, anything looks like it. also, spoiler, looks nothing like it does in the present day. Yeah. Right. Um, but the, the way I finally figured that one out was I looked at it, 
and uh, Leah walked through the room, and I just had to, like, get it off my chest that, like, I need to find this thing so I could beat the game for the morning, but it's really hard. And then I was like, literally, I, like, talked out the solution, and she was like, I was like, I see that this looks like a circle, and that looks like a hexagon from above, and so if I find something on the map, but I just can't, and I zoomed into the castle, and I was like, look at this, everything looks the same, I can't find anything, and we both stared at it for a second, she's like, maybe is it that bit? Yeah, it's I'm like, like, oh, there's yeah, like a bridge, like, right on the map that you can, like, yeah. but I, so, I found the memories to be somewhat unrewarding, um, like, some of them felt cool, and some of them felt like a very useless, short, zero lore conversation that didn't I kinda, feel cool. I kind of liked that, I guess, because it demystified Link as this, like, it, like it made, it made, I don't know, it contextualized who Link and Zelda were and their relationship. And then if you read her diary at some points in the castle, like, I really felt like this iteration of Zelda herself was actually, like, cool and yeah, a person she felt like a real person i i liked her i guess some of them um just felt like i don't know just really like short and not so i, I guess yeah what, they build up the 13th memory like it's gonna rock your world impa's like this is the final one this is the message she really wanted you to see and then i got to it and i was i was like oh well that seems pretty straightforward to like what was told to me by the king I don't know. I thought it was the significance of seeing that was where and how he died was like. I thought. I thought maybe, it was kind yeah, of. Yeah, maybe uh, I'd, I'd have to resurface him up again because it, it was one of the first quests I did. I just oh, okay. dug up the memories. It just I don't know. It it felt like a nice way to explore every part of the world because they're everywhere. Do do we know what happens if you end the game without the memories? I'm, I'm actually just, trying you, to look you, up. You don't get the last cutscene. I'm pretty sure you you don't get the last cutscene. I think it's the one where Zelda Zelda says like I can't hear the Master Sword anymore. That was weird of her hmm. to say. What's she? What the hell is this crazy lady talking about? No, she. They set that up pretty early that she, the Master Sword, spoke to her when you died. That it was like. Your purpose was not fulfilled, or I guess they they set that up when you find the master sword. The Deku Tree tells you I, about I it. I guess I am. I took her way too literally. <laughs> oh, um, so the master sword doesn't actually talk. No, it doesn't have like a little hear like it talk. Like, <laughs> the little like wing spread on the hilt doesn't like clamp together like two no, jaws and go like. I don't know. Like, crazy lady, you know, it totally <laughs> does. Apparently, I don't, maybe maybe it does <laughs> if you're just her. Mm, maybe she's like, going I, crazy. I'm playing it now. Like you literally see like Zelda and Link and the spirits and it pans up and then it says the end. Yeah. It would normally just end there. Mm-hmm. The only thing you get after going through all the memories is you know, you get you get Zelda and Link, she talks a little bit. Let's repair the future. I'm so, okay that I can't hear. Oh, it. So, so you don't get the endings. Then. It just ends with her telling you thank you. If you do get all the secret uh, uh, memories, it ends with her saying thank you, and then okay, let's go do work. Yeah, kind of. I mean, like it's, it's somewhat touching, but it's not like it's uh, not a brain blaster. I wouldn't tell really someone if they couldn't me. find the memories. Oh, you got to get them. The memory cutscenes I thought were really well done. So the ending cutscene being like just that was it was, was, it was a just disappointing. Okay. I think it would have been cooler if 
I think did they do this in other Zeldas, or am I thinking of a completely different game series? But like, if they would have done Final Ganon, if you don't have all the memories, is just Phase One. But if you do have all the memories, there's a Phase Two that isn't the dumb Phase Two that's in the game, but <laughs> that, like a better Phase well, Two. That's kind of like uh, Oracle of Ages and Seasons, you know? Like you, right, you can yeah. get the true final boss if you play them both or whatever. I uh, I had a weird disconnect. Where um, every time they go back into the memories, they're talking about this world where they're like, they weren't good enough. You know, like they couldn't mm-hmm. beat Ganon. People literally died. Um, yeah. And he was and so easy. It, that world sounded more interesting to me than the one that we're currently in. We're like... Like the prepping for the Ganon well, arrival it, kind of world? It's weird. Like they're like, oh, Ganon might destroy the world someday. But literally... Everyone else, it, unless they live in like a one of the super beast areas, you know. Oh no, mm-hmm. it's raining more. Um, they're just kind of living their <laughs> daily lives. It's not like a Majora's where like everyone is like eventually going to cower in fear and the world yeah, is going to end. The stakes are kind of low when the world's already Fall, fall off destroyed. Four stakes. <laughs> like, I think I think that what they did bad in that regard is they kind of failed to set up. The in between of of Calamity Ganon arriving and Link waking back up, because uh, it's sort of implied that over that hundred years, all the shrines are are completely dormant, like not glowing. None of the towers are up, and the castle doesn't even have like that like calamity around it. The like what is it? What did you call it? Malice, Malice. or whatever it yeah. is. It's like Great much load. more dormant, and then when you wake up and activate the towers, it kind of chain reactions everything to get a whole lot more magicy, and it feels like to you, the player, you're like, yeah, everything's magicy. That's how this world is. But like, I think the in-game world before that is more like there's not much of anything going on anywhere, aside from like the castle being like not cool to be at. Maybe it would have that made more sense. sense if Ganon had like at least one line. <laughs> he roared. It, he, he roared. <laughs> That's not I a think, line. That's so, so many roar. Zelda games. They have like uh, you can see the impact of Ganon or Ganondorf or whoever. Like either they take over the game in the middle of the game, or they've sort of like always <laughs> held power and they turn stuff Ingo is, into an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's. I feel kind of bad for the guy because he was always the hard worker. But that sometimes that's life. People meet bad people, and they have <laughs> not everything so black and white. Okay, I I was expecting Ganon to come out before you know Monster Ganon. You know, like, oh, it, like see, it seems like dwarf? he was trapped in stasis for a hundred years and he was already <laughs> fighting and all of a sudden he comes out like oh they just yeah, like still really fighting. poop him out of the hole <laughs> yeah awesome. just dumps Gross. him there's, there's guts there's yeah. bits there's Did you guys faces? play bloodborne very bloodborne uh, i've seen i've seen a little so, bit of it. so you you remember that boss the uh the one reborn <laughs> Yeah. Where like a giant celestial birthing orifice in the sky opens up and like poops out this incomplete slime creature. Uh, it's that's basically gross. Calamity Ganon. Gross. 
<laughs> he just like stumbles onto the field. It's like, oh, I got to fight. good monster design, though. Imagine how much more yeah. scarier he'd be if he said at least one thing. I loved that every Ganon iteration had a stupidly big weapon that they like do like a, a like whoosh and it appears up in their cutscene. That was cool. Also, and Ganon's giant massive fire sword was like, yes, can I have that? Matt, <laughs> why did you fart all over the, the podcast room? I wanted now, to add some fart particles to, oh to the, God. all the mics here. You're going to get fart particles all over my Wii U gamepad. Yes. Okay. So we had audio issues for a sec, but we're back. I bet it was the fart particles. <laughs> but, now, yes. but, but now we're going to leave again because we've been talking for almost two hours. Boy, that time um, sure did fly. <laughs> yeah. It is a fun uh, game to talk about. There's there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I, we didn't even cover everything. I didn't even get to tell <laughs> any of my fun neato stories about the time that I pulled the bomb arrow out in Death Mountain and it blew up immediately. Yeah, they do. That, that was yeah, fun. Yeah, you didn't get to tell that one at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, our guest this time around has been Mr. Jay Witz, uh, a YouTuber of Nintendo mainly stuff and a uh, Twitch streamer. And also, kind of totally my boss. So, uh, if you <laughs> want to like check out word. his content, yeah, it does sound a little weird when you say it out loud. Yeah. Uh, I do editing work for Jaywitz. So, if you want to well, no, go we had, watch his just, stuff, uh, you're, subordinate, yeah. I believe, is the way I would right. say it. Uh, Moblin. <laughs> I'm the Moblin <laughs> to his Calamity Ganon. Um, uh. <laughs> So, but yeah, uh, where can we find you on whatever you want to plug if people want to see what you're all about? Elegant. You, you can find me YouTube and Twitch and Twitter. It's the Jaywitz. T H E J W I T T Z. I do uh, mostly Nintendo themed stuff. Sometimes we step outside the comfort zone every once in a while to talk about something completely different. But I'm also streaming almost every day on Twitch. Really, really falling in love with it. Um, so if you want to see me play some Breath of the Wild, do some shenanigans, or just play whatever is new in Nintendo, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, Matt, George, me, where can we find us? Um, hey, hey YouTube.com slash Matt Visual, because I actually have a video out. Yeah, um, you just made a video. What? I left my little booty off at it. No, thank it, it you, was sir. Um, you should go back and watch some, uh, some, some of that Resident Evil, some good edits in there. Um, there was yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you reviewed RE7. Yes, in the middle of that. Yeah, so the the next ones are going to be a little bit tinier. Um, but I just wanted to catch up on the month. You licked um, a yeah. Switch cartridge, reviewed RE7, and waited in line for a Switch console. Weirdly, yeah. after licking the Switch cartridge, all in one video. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, eventful. One stop shopping. Can you really buy a product before you've tasted it? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That's a fair point. That's, that was good. Yeah, weirdly, it wasn't that strong at all to me. It's a little stronger on the front. It was stronger in the front. Important <laughs> lesson, kids. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, that's that's me. More videos coming soon, and it's not gonna be like another three months before another video. What about you, George? Uh, YouTube.com slash Bunny Hop Show. I'm gonna try to put out my review 
of The Legend of Zelda. I'm really apprehensive about it, though. Like, I'm not nearly as negative as Jim Sterling, right? But as you can kind of tell... I was going to say, Jim Sterling sort of opened that door for you. My Um, my impressions lean towards, like, mixed-leaning positive, but I still get the the uncanny feeling that that it's not going to be positive enough for a lot of, like, the more rabid Nintendo fans... And whoa, I mean, is that, is that, all you is can that... do is say how you felt about a game, you know? Yeah, and um, I mean, I'm I'm admitting here, I know fully well, I have this problem with a lot of games I've been playing lately where we're trying to be an exhaustive reviewer, like comprehensively looking at every aspect of a game ends up mm-hmm. being a, a, a counterpoint to the fun of just playing and experimenting yeah. and, and going yep. at the pace I think is most fun versus the pace I think is the most... Um, exhaustive and, and comprehensive yeah. and, and i kind of no surprise so, hit that problem again here yeah it's that thing that you don't realize is a thing until you start reviewing games oh, is that yeah. reviewing games is detrimental I mean, to enjoying games a lot of the time Doom was like the wake-up call that there are so many people who are able to enjoy a game a lot more than what i was getting specifically because i was focusing on stuff everyone else was ignoring yeah anyways uh anyway yeah yeah i need to get in the habit of skipping a lot more optional content i think even if it'll make some people think i'm stupid for missing important things every now and then you could probably make a video about the fact that you need to stop start skipping Mm. content (laughs) Uh, and like what you've learned about game reviewing fun fact some some games are more fun when you don't play all of it i guess yeah all i know is if i started doing the korok seeds i know even on stream um, even in that casual format i think i would start to hate this game i'm not doing the korok seeds you know i i really enjoyed completing 100 mgs5 except for the stupid animal collecting but for some reason i wasn't feeling that enjoyment here and i didn't even 100 it i got really damn close but but i still have like five side quests and 10 shrines out there that they can hey. they can just linger they they can they, they I, don't need I will me say, like i really enjoyed this game's system i think it, it feels good climbing feels like actually cool at yeah. most of the points gliding and looking down below you and finding stuff is great the combat is an awesome start um mm-hmm. i want to see them i imagine they spent like five years on this engine or whatever I want to see him take the engine, you know, give it another shot at something that like inverts the world or, you know, like changes the way that you play it, makes it smaller. Yeah. Uh, Majora's masks it, if you yeah. will. You well, you, well, you got that it, DLC coming later this year, that's, so yeah, who knows? I'm, I'm hoping for like Witcher tier DLC. Nintendo yeah, has made seriously. Nintendo has made some good DLC. Mario Kart 8 is great. The Hyrule Warrior stuff is is good for what it is. Um, uh, you guys want to know something Fire really... Emblem Awakening was pretty alright. Guess what's really depressing? <laughs> what's really depressing? Epona is in Breath of the Wild. But only uh-huh. if you buy the Amiibo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you you, you know, want to know... <laughs> Oh boy. I, Speaking of horses and opponent, mm-hmm. uh, I want you guys to know that the second face of Ganon, um, I don't know what horse that was that I was riding. <laughs> you, I've never kept true to a horse that looks like that. You horses so much in your whole playthrough, you monster. Horses it gave are, me a random horse, a and then the horse died player. immediately because it got hit by a laser, <laughs> really? so I ran around Ganon. Oh so they just slapped you on a random horse? <laughs> Yeah, How did it that? wasn't a horse that I owned. You probably could do that boss fight on foot anyway. <laughs> oh. I did it on foot. I did and it on foot. 
and love and and revive with your the horse. horse god. How could you not? Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, the horse god. What? What? Have you have you guys seen the horse god? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's villagers well, the who lead you to wonderful. her. I got gypped out of a thousand rupees for a place I'm never gonna fucking use. Oh but my god! Man, no, it was go interesting. Back, you go back and you revive old random from the a thousand game. rupees. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> the peasantry. I guess I could revive the horse from the game fight. Oh, maybe I, I, don't, I actually don't meat. know if you can. You disgust me. <laughs> anyway, like um, honestly, we're going like, back down the Zelda hole. We <laughs> George's, George's complaints are like actually valid, and I, I think that you know criticism is fair, but not. Taking the time to like name and care about your horse—that's that's where I draw <laughs> the line. If I did that in the review, people would go nuts. So so really, yeah. I'm not committing any crimes here. J- Jimmy is. Yeah, yeah. I'm the going to go mad to horse at him prison. instead. Horse prison. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I want to see right, horse well, prison in the DLC. You know what? Uh, our, our musical horse armor. Our musical guest this week. Oh, look! It's the. Hang on! Hang on! Wait! No! Oh. Uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at SunderCR <laughs> or on YouTube at Sun, SunderGamer. <laughs> I didn't get to that part because George, you've swan dived into another I know, but I got really excited about about something that I love, which is uh, our musical guest live in the studio today is uh the the actual Breath of the Wild orchestra playing whatever song that is during the credits. Take it away.
Yeah, uh, so it's sync after one, not on one. Um, and then George will just take us in. Yep. We'll do introductions and then talk probably a lot about Zelda. <clears throat> okay, syncing in. Three, two, one, sync. sync. Oh, I clapped. I know <laughs> it's okay. That's, that's good enough. <laughs>